The reduction in the number of detected victims of trafficking in the year 2020 compared to the year 2019 is not really a good story because we are talking about number of victims detected. There has been a reduction of 11% globally, but the reduction is more drastic in low and medium income countries. And this is connected to three factors. One of the factors is that national authorities have faced during the pandemic greater difficulties in identifying and detect victims of trafficking, meaning that victims have remained undetected and not assisted. You talk about the pandemic in some detail in the sense that it reduced the possibilities for traffickers of people for sexual exploitation because of lockdowns and so forth. But then you've just told me that, in fact, because the pandemic was such an emergency worldwide, that governments just had to divert resources from their law enforcement, which, of course, is terrible news for victims of trafficking, some of whom, as you say, might not even realise that they are being exploited. Yes, the reduction of the detection is linked to this reduced capacity of uh, national authorities to detect victims. Also, the fact that um, some forms of sexual exploitation moved from more visible to uh, more concealed and less safe locations. This is, of course, amplifies the risk of trafficking of victims to be exploited for sexual exploitation. There are also patterns of reduced opportunities for traffickers to operate. For instance, we see that cross-border trafficking has reduced 21%. The closure of borders have reduced the opportunities for traffickers to actually traffic victims from one country to their own countries. But at the same time, we have indications that in some regions, domestic trafficking, so victims from their own countries, have been increasingly detected. So there is a displacement phenomenon there. Can we just talk about, firstly, the demographics? Is it mainly women and girls who are trafficked, or is it young men looking for opportunities, economic opportunities, a better life? Are they fleeing conflict? Give me an example of what kind of person is being trafficked today. Well, the point is that trafficking takes different forms and different shapes in different parts of the world. So we have those parts of the world where victims are more frequently women exploited for sexual exploitation. And this is mainly in North America, in some parts of Europe, in some parts of Southeast Asia, and also in some parts of South America. We have other parts of the world where actually the age of the victims is mainly affecting girls for sexual exploitation. For instance, Central America and Caribbean, the main profile are girls, teenagers exploited for sexual exploitation. And then we have the entire, some parts of the world, like for instance, West Africa or in South Asia, where victims are mainly children exploited in forced labor. So I would say that the main profile is difficult to say at a global level. Globally, most victims, 60% are females, mainly adult women. But of course, this is an average of different realities. On to the regions where there's, well, let's say where traffickers are most successful because there is so much impunity. And the report from the UN Office on Drugs and Crime, the UNODC, who you work for, they highlight a lot of impunity in sub-Saharan Africa and South Asia. Why is that? Why are they convicting so few traffickers? Yeah, problems with detecting victims and convicting traffickers in sub-Saharan Africa and South Asia is something that starts 
let's say that we have been reported and recorded since many years, since the year 2003. The reasons behind it is mainly an issue of capacity. Of course, national institutions need to have the capacity, the resources to detect, identify victims of trafficking. And at the same time, the criminal justice systems needs to have the resources to prosecute and convict traffickers. There is also an issue with the legal framework because national, we have measured the implementation of um, the United Nations Trafficking Persons Protocol um, around the world. And countries in Sub-Saharan Africa are those countries that only more recently have adopted a national legislation that is actually criminalized trafficking in persons. Of course, there is a time gap of about 10, 15 years compared to other parts um, of the world. But now these countries have a legislation, can criminalize, um, actually they do criminalize trafficking in persons. So it's an issue of uh, giving them the resources to actually detect victims and prosecute traffickers. And finally, Fabrizio Sarica from the UN Office on Drugs and Crime. I mean, this is a very sobering report, but I can't sense the, the sort of notes of alarm in your voice because it is a crisis. It is an emergency, isn't it? We've got victims of trafficking who mainly are self-rescued, which is to say that they don't get the authorities to come to help them. They don't get civil society NGOs to find them. It's them themselves, these extremely vulnerable people who have to get themselves out of these awful situations. What's your message to the member states who have massive trafficking problems? I mean, it's everybody's problem, isn't it? Yes, thank you for the questions. The international community and member states needs to consider trafficking persons as one of their main criminal priorities. And this is even more true in the post-pandemic world. That result that most of the cases are initiated by the victims themselves is actually referred to the period pre-pandemic. The years uh, 2020 have reduced even further the capacity of a national institution to detect victims. So the situation could get even worse now and in the next years. We need to understand that we need to have more proactive investigation. We have more action by a national institution to identify the victims also because victims, most of the time, many times, are not aware themselves of being victims of trafficking because traffickers leverage on abuse of vulnerability or emotional relationships relationships or victims are afraid, are scared of leaving their exploitation because their family back homes are under threat. So if we wait for victims to escape and to flee and to reach out for the national authorities, we are missing out the majority of the cases of trafficking persons. So more proactive investigation, especially in the post-pandemic era.